Welcome to the Ain't That the Truth podcast. I'm Revy Melissa, your host. We are here to proclaim that truth's name is Jesus. We rely on the Bible to explore, understand, and grow in absolute truth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ain't That the Truth. I am so glad to be back with you guys. I know that it has been a couple weeks since I have uploaded an episode, and I do apologize for that. My family has gone through a little bit of a crisis, had a little bit of a rough patch, had to go to Michigan, um, and so my life has been crazy the last few weeks, which is why I have not uploaded an episode, but I am back and ready to be with you guys and ready to talk with you guys. So today, um, hate to burst your bubble, but we are not doing Moses part two in our biblical hero series. I have all my notes for that and was thinking about doing that, but really, honestly, my heart has just been in a different place in the last couple of weeks. Things have kind of been crazy. And so, again, this is going to be like the third one that we've done of these, but it's just going to be more of a random, like, hodgepodge episode of just different things that I'm excited about, wanted to kind of talk with you guys about. Um, So we are just going to jump in and we're going to get started on this hodgepodge episode. I hope that you guys enjoy it. But we're just going to talk. Today is what we are. This is going to be, some of it's going to be kind of Bible study-ish, but part of it's just going to be like me just talking from my heart. Um, And so, you know, I've been thinking about the trajectory of this podcast um, as as the host and as the creator, you know, and as a person who cre- creates and is, you know, trying to be um, creative and, and, and trying to make sure that, that they're reaching an audience, audience that's honestly going to be interested in what's being produced, what's being put out there. You know, I've had polls on Facebook periodically just asking kind of questions about like what topics um everybody wants out there I recently posted one kind of like would you rather it be uh more of a bible study type thing would you rather it be you know more kind of conversation just about relevant topics or um it's all going to point to Jesus and it's all going to be about the truth obviously (laughs) the whole um title of this podcast is ain't that the truth but I was kind of just interested in what you guys were wanting as the audience. So I have been putting polls out there. And so feel free to hop onto Facebook and to comment what you want to hear. When I envision this podcast, you know, I do a lot of traveling for my current job as a case manager, having to travel to the different um, foster homes. And so I spend quite a bit of time in my car. And so when I think of a podcast, I think about something that I can turn on in my car and just kind of listen to as I'm, you know, driving 30, 45 minutes um, to a foster home. And so that's kind of what I thought for this, but I don't know. Would you guys rather have a 30 to 45 minute Bible study type thing? Would you rather it be more conversation? Would you rather it be, you know, more light or more thought provoking? Um, And not that, like, everybody's opinion, obviously, there might be multiple opinions, and then it's just going to be kind of me and and Jesus, because I want him to be a part of this process, obviously, uh, deciding what's best. But I do appreciate the feedback. So if y'all wanted to hop on my Facebook page, go to where I posted that and comment kind of maybe your thoughts, your opinions. I do appreciate and I value 
the opinions of others and what they kind of want from this. So please feel free to do that. I wanted to make that kind of an announcement. I'm still going to continue with the Biblical Hero series because that was something that the Lord laid on my heart. And honestly, I have a series for after that that the Lord has also laid on my heart that I'm planning on doing. So I still have two series left. But then after that, I've kind of have it open-ended. So again, comment and tell me what you would like to see in the future. I'm also going to try to be doing some branding things. Um, I Some of you may have seen, if you've seen me or a couple of my friends, like Pastor Cherokee, Pastor Brian... Um, my mom, who I have given Ain't That the Truth t-shirts to, they're black with purple letters because black is slimming and purple is my favorite color. I had those t-shirts because I, I just wanted to create something to create a little bit of awareness, but I've actually redone the t-shirts. Um, they have a little bit more design to them, a little bit more put together than that t-shirt that, um, if ever anybody's interested um, I would love to maybe uh, get those printed and, and sell some of those. Um, proceeds would go to Africa, which we'll talk about in a minute where I'm at with, you know, my whole getting to Africa situation. Um, but yes, I created new t-shirts. Um, once I'm comfortable and at the place where I'm ready to kind of start that, you'll be seeing that flow on Facebook, asking people if they would be interested in buying one. Once I figure out what company I want to go to, about a price range of how much they would be, that kind of thing. I still have a lot of work to do, but I wanted to let you know that merch will be in the future. T-shirts for sure, and who knows, um, depending on how big maybe this um, channel grows, which I'm giving that to, to Jesus. You know, if he wants me to have a smaller audience, that's totally fine. If he wants me to reach hundreds, you know, or thousands, that's totally fine too. Um, I have been trying to not focus so much on the number of people I'm reaching, but just the quality of what I'm saying and making sure that I am speaking the truth as to not lead people astray. That's been more of my focus, but I don't know the trajectory as far as how wide of an audience that I will have in the future. Um, that I'm leaving up to Jesus because he knows what's best. He knows what people need. And it's not about the size. It's just, it's about the quality and making sure that I am fulfilling my purpose and spreading the gospel in the best way that I know how to do that. And something I've been interested in doing this podcast, and it's been amazing. So we don't know what the future is going to hold for this, and so there might be more merch. I would love to do hats, too, because I love wearing hats. Um, but I don't know. We'll just see what happens in the future. But t-shirts are going to probably be... Um, in the future... So I'm really excited about that. So we'll just kind of just see how things go, where where things lie. But know that there are exciting things coming in the future, and I'm really, really excited about it. So as we're kind of jumping along in here, and like I said, next week we'll, we'll continue with Moses Part 2 um, in our Biblical um, Hero series. I'm looking forward to that. I already have the notes good stuff. We're going to learn a lot of good stuff. But today is just kind of a hodgepodge episode, and one of them is an Africa update. So for those of you who may not know me that may just click on Facebook or YouTube and kind of find me, I am a licensed minister with the Assemblies of God, and I am a missionary associate with the Assemblies of God World Missions, 
and I am heading to West Africa. Um, the country I'm going to is considered and deemed sensitive, so I will not be mentioning that, but I'm going to West Africa, and I am super excited about that. Um, but to be a missionary, you have to raise a budget. And I have a monthly budget and then a one-time cash budget. And on both of those, I am hovering around 70%, which is awesome. And so first off, I want to take the time to thank anybody who is either a monthly sponsor or who has donated um, as a one-time gift. Whatever you've done has been appreciated. I hope you know that. And I know that the fruit that will abound and the blessings that will abound on your account due to your giving is going to be awesome. The successes that we have on the field as a team are going to be your successes as well because of your giving. Because we cannot go unless we were sent. So thank you. I wanted to say that. But I am hovering around 70%. I am super excited. I cannot wait to go. But I know that the Lord's timing is best. So I am trying to learn to be patient in this season of just waiting for the rest of the funds to come. So I will serve Jesus here um, and do what I can here to further his kingdom until I get over there. That's kind of how I'm trying to view things. I'm trying to get myself mentally, physically, spiritually prepared to be on the mission field. So I'm super excited about that. So that is kind of a short Africa update. I'm still hovering at that 70%. So if you want to learn more on how to give, there are ways to give online. You can mail me a check. Of course, I'm not going to be spouting off my address just up here, you know, where anybody on the internet can get it. So always feel free to private message me on Facebook if you are wanting to learn more about how to give, the ways to give, all of that stuff. I would be more than happy to talk to you and to get that all worked out for you. And it would be a huge blessing to me and to West Africa and to a lot of people. So, so that's that. So there were some things that I kind of wanted to talk about on the podcast today. Um, I will just say that life has been hard lately, just to be transparent, because I don't want to just be that host that tries to act like I have everything put together, that my life is perfect, and that's how I get to just minister to you guys through this podcast. I'm just going to let y'all know life has been rough. My family has gone through a rough time. I'm not going to, you know, go through the specifics to give my family the privacy that they um, need during this time. Um, but, you know, our family's just gone through a lot. And so prayers are appreciated for my family. Um, but it has been rough. There's been a lot of tears shed. There's been a lot of grieving and, and heartache. But one thing that, that I know is that when we're grieving and when we're experiencing heartache, that's honestly, if you're looking for it, that's when you feel Jesus the most. That's when you feel the closest to Jesus. And that's one of the things that I want to talk about was closeness, the closeness of Jesus. You know, like I said, as I've walked through kind of this rough time with my family, there have been times where I just felt Jesus and it was like I was in his lap or that he was touching, you know, had his hand on my shoulder or it just, I felt the nearness of the presence of Jesus. And it has been so incredible. And, you know, when you're going through a rough time, you know, it's so easy to get so hyper fixated on the problem or the, you know, the sadness or the, the anger of, of what you're facing. But I've learned that if I shift my perspective to noticing the things that Jesus is doing along the way, that it makes walking through those times a whole lot easier. 
Um, and so just noticing the, the small things in the last, you know, three weeks, I'll say, that I've seen Jesus do, um, the good things that I've seen Jesus do through the situations that we've walked through has been amazing. And so I wanted to first and foremost encourage you guys, you know, if you are walking through a tough season, if you're walking through a tough circumstance, take the time to to, to shift your perspective. And, and, it, and it's an intentional act that you're going to have to do to shift your perspective. But take the time to do that and to see and to notice the little ways in which Jesus is carrying you, the little um, things that Jesus is doing along the way that are good. Because if you focus on those, you'll oftentimes realize that there's more good than bad in almost every situation because good, bad things turn good when Jesus is involved. Um, you know, I'll say that again. Bad things turn good when Jesus is involved. So I am just thankful that I have a relationship with Jesus. Thankful that um, he has helped me to, to be more intentional and in, in noticing the little things that he does. Because honestly, that's what carries us through. If we didn't have Jesus, I, you know, I, I think about the toughness of, of the situation that we've faced and, and, and thinking about like, if, if I didn't have Jesus, that the lack of peace I would have had, the lack of hope, um, the lack of joy and love that, that I would have felt and had during this time. And I don't know how I would have survived without Jesus. You know, life is better with Jesus. Not that we're not going to face trials or face, you know, crappy situations because I, I definitely have faced a crap, crappy situation. My family has, but it's been made better because Jesus has been in the mix. So I just wanted to encourage anybody with that who might be, you know, walking through a rough time. If you keep Jesus in the mix, if you invite him in and if you change your perspective to focus on the things that he's doing, like it will make things a whole lot better for you. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit more about trials in the first chapter of the book of James for a little bit towards the end of the podcast. But there was a couple of things um, that I wanted to talk about first, just kind of like having conversation. And I am going to be asking some questions when I post this on Facebook that I want y'all's comments to, because I, again, I want this to be a conversation and not just be talking to you every week, but for you to respond back. And if there's ever any questions that you have about anything that I talk about or something that I talk about, they're like, can you expand that? Please comment whenever I, I post these on social media because then I can comment the next episode or whenever, you know, we have another hodgepodge episode. I can be like, okay, here's some questions that I have gotten or some things that people have asked to for me to expound on. And I can do that because you guys are the audience. This is off obviously number one for Jesus. I'm doing all of this for Jesus. Everything I do is for him, but it's for you guys too, to help you guys grow and to grow with you. Um, and so let's do this together. And so please comment any questions you have and please answer the questions because the one that I have today, I'm excited about and excited to read the responses. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, and I've talked about this a little bit, and I've actually referenced this YouTuber in um, a past vlog or vlog, wow, podcast. However, I kind of wanted to expound on it. So we are going to talk for a minute about Bible journaling. So sometime back in the month of June, I was on YouTube and you know how YouTube works. I, well, I don't know specifically how it works, but there's algorithms. And if you 
watch a certain type of YouTube video, it'll kind of give you suggestions on your homepage if you scroll down of, you know, pages and YouTube videos um, that you can subscribe to or whatever that are similar to, to what you've watched in the past. And so um, I do listen to some Christian uh, YouTube videos. I like to, to hear other people talk about things that they're learning in the, in the Bible. Um, I've um, as you know from pre previous um, episodes and previous seasons, the deconstruction movement is something that I studied a little bit because I was very intrigued by it and felt like I could minister better to this generation and to the people around me if I understood a little bit about the deconstruction movement, which so many people have gotten into. Um, so anyways, this How to Faith a Life is what it's called um, YouTube page kind of our video from this page popped up and I clicked on it and I think the first video I watched of hers, her name is Faith, um, she was talking about the different Bible translations and what's the best Bible translation, um, is there really one that's better than the other, just kind of talking out the whole concept of Bible translations, which I know is a question that a lot of people have. You know, there's so many different translations of the Bible and people are like, well, which one's, you know, closest to the original, which one um, is kind of the best for me to, to study the, the word of God with in my personal Bible time and all of this stuff. And so she does a really good job, um, in several of her videos talking about this topic and, and kind of giving an overview of the different translations and, and the pros and cons of them, or just the qualities of them and the differences between and all of that jazz. I love the way she talks about it, but I started watching her videos and I watched one and led to, I watched a second one. There's plenty of hers that I have not had a chance to, to watch because, you know, I have a full-time job. You know, I can't be sitting on YouTube all day, unfortunately. Although I could spend hours on YouTube, not going to lie. A little transparency there. But anyways, How to Faith Alive, she talks a lot about Bible journaling. And um, I'm going to, whenever I post this on Facebook, if I can, I'm also going to post one of her videos in the, in the comments below if I can figure out how to, to do that um, in order just to kind of share with you guys what I'm talking about um, so you guys have a little bit of background here. So anyways, she does Bible journaling, and so she has a specific Bible that she has, and it is so cool, and um, I just watched several of her videos because she has several different videos about Bible journaling and the, and the supplies that she uses to Bible journal, what's been the best, what's that'll not work so well, how she kind of does it. She gives a lot of like tutorials and just videos of like different things that she does. And so I've watched them. One of the things that she has is she has a Bible that is in an interleaved, I think is what it's called, Bible. And what that is, is in between each page in her Bible is a blank page. And so that blank page, she can write notes on it. And honestly, I was intrigued by that because you know, if you have a regular Bible, whether it's a one column or the two column layout, you have that like one inch margin that you can kind of write notes in around that. But other than that, it's really hard to write notes in your Bible and everything. And if you're anything like me, yes, I have taken notes about my Bible, setting before in journals. But let's be real, those journals get, get you know, tossed in totes or when you're cleaning stuff out, they get thrown away. 
And then, like, those notes are just gone forever. So you might have had an epiphany when you're reading the Word of God, and it's like, ooh, that's noteworthy. I want to write it down. You write it down in their journal, and then you kind of never read it again. And so it's like, what was the point of writing that down type thing? Well, if it's in your Bible, in the Bible that you use to study, like, it's going to forever be there. And then, like, as you're reading, you can look back. You can look and be like, okay, this is what I got out of this last time. Like, that's good stuff, a good reminder. And then you can add new. And so she has this interleaved Bible. So I ended up getting one. And what she does is she, you know, writes sometimes directly on that page. And then, of course, you know, that page is going to get filled up. So what she uses is like scrapbook material that she kind of tapes in there in a way to where you can read what's underneath it as kind of like flaps to write more notes. And her Bible is thick and girthy at this point from all of the notes that she's taken throughout the last, you know, couple of years that she's had this Bible. And it's aesthetically pleasing, which, I mean, obviously the aesthetically pleasing is not the most important. The most important is, you know, getting in the Word of God and, and learning. But I do kind of like the aspect of it being aesthetically pleasing. But I have started to do this. I've already done it with the book of James and the book of Romans. I've been through and did this kind of Bible journaling and highlighting things, making notes in my Bible, use some scrapbook material that I've gotten online super cheap. You can get also at the dollar store super cheap um, and have done some Bible journaling. It looks awesome, but I've also learned a lot. And so the way that like I make my notes, sometimes I just read a scripture and something like God inspired, you know, pops in my head and I'm like, oh, I need to write that down. So I remember that for next time. And then some of it I've used, um, you know, my strong concordance, which uh, if you don't know what a concordance is, it kind of takes the, if it's the Old Testament, it's the Hebrew. If it's the New Testament, it's the Greek, which is like the original languages that the Bible was written in. And it kind of gives you a deeper understanding of what some of the words mean. For example, there was a portion of scripture in the book of Romans where the same word was used in the same portion of scripture like three or four times, but there was two different meanings of that word, um, two kind of different concepts within that word. And um, I never would have noticed that if I hadn't looked it up in the strong concordance. But because I did, I was able to get a deeper understanding of what that passage of scripture was actually saying. It was really cool. Like I said, I've enjoyed this kind of Bible journaling. And so I kind of just wanted to share with you guys that, like I said, I'll post one of her videos because where my podcasts, you don't see my face. Because I'm self-conscious and just didn't want anybody seeing my face. Or rather y'all just see, you know, hear my voice. Hers, you know, is video um, with the podcast. And so, like, you can see the Bible, her Bible, um, see what she's doing and everything. And so, like I said, I'll try to link one of her videos um, in my comment section whenever I post this online. But it, I just, it's honestly opened up the way that I read the word of God like so every night now whenever I read the word of God I have my strong concordance right beside me so if there's any words that I want to look up I make sure that I have all of my I uh, my new wallet has three different sections and I've actually put in just a bible journaling section it has uh, as one of the sections where I have highlighters and, and uh, bible pens that are like really fine point to make like smaller notes I've got some of my scrapbooking material and tape um, in there. So that way, you know, cause I carry around a, a backpack half the time anyways. And so if I'm ever like at a coffee shop and I'm doing Bible study, boom, I can open up a Bible. I have my, my material there and I can do some Bible journaling. 
it has just, like I said, it's it's given me a deeper understanding of scripture. It's kind of been fun. It's kind of revitalized my Bible study time. And so I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about that because, you know, her kind of slogan is Bible nerd. She has Bible nerd t-shirts, apparel, merch, or whatever. Um, but I truly consider myself a Bible nerd too. So um, a truth talking Bible loving Bible nerd Jesus is awesome person is is what I would describe myself as and so anyways it's just like I said it's it's kind of enhanced my Bible study so it has been awesome so like I said I'll try to link one of those videos down below because um, I'm looking at the book of James right now because we're going to be talking about the first chapter of the book of James for like three minutes at the end of this um, podcast. And so, um, I ha already have it opened up and I'm just seeing all the notes that I've written the different, you know, Oh, that's what that word means in, in, in the original Greek and Hebrew gives me a deeper understanding. Um, and then sometimes I use like a Bible dictionary and you can get some of this stuff online, even like learning the, or getting to understand the Greek and the Hebrew, you can actually look it up on Bible hub is a really good resource. I love, um, physical books. And so I have like a huge strong concordance. It's like it's heavy and heavy duty, thick, girthy book. Um, but you can get it online because um, I know that the strong concordance is a little bit more on the expensive side unless you get it used. Um, and so, anyways, please just consider you know enhancing your Bible study if that was something that you're interested. If you're wanting to get more deeper, because sometimes we get into this thing of like, okay, I'm just gonna read my chapter. Uh, of the Bible for the day and we read it, think about it for a second and then put it to the side. But are we really learning new things or are we just kind of thinking the same things over and over? Because one of the, the cool things about the Bible, and I've mentioned it before, is that you can read the same chapter 10 times and you can honestly go deeper in that chapter each time if you allow yourself to. And so with my Bible journaling, like I've already learned stuff. Like in the first chapter of James alone, I have like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine different areas of this chapter that I've already um, highlighted and made notes on. And so now when I read this chapter again, you know, whether whether it's next year or, you know, a few months from now or whenever God brings me back to the book of James, I'll already have these notes that I can read as I'm reading that. And then, okay, so I already know that part. What are some other parts of this chapter that I want to dig deep into? And then you just grow deeper and deeper in your understanding of scripture. So anyways, you might not be at that point yet in your Bible study, and that's totally fine. But for those who kind of are like me and have read every part portion of scripture multiple times and just kind of want something that's going to take you even deeper, I would encourage looking into Bible journaling and, and, and seeing how you can best Bible journal based off your personality and what's going to work for you. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was another one of my favorite things, which is worship. So, um, like I said, I do a lot of traveling with my job, um, traveling to different um, foster homes and everything. So sometimes, like I said, I, I hop onto YouTube or to Spotify uh, podcasts and, and pick a podcast video to kind of listen to. But sometimes I want to jam out to music. And... Um, most of the time, obviously, I want it to be Christian music. Not that I'm so legalistic that I don't listen to other stuff um, besides Christian music. Sometimes I want to listen to the oldies. Like, I've been really into, like, the song 
I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. It's not a Christian song, but I love that song. Um, so sometimes I just want to jam out to something like that or to some Disney music because, you know, I'm a case manager and love working with kids. And so I'm a little kid at heart. So Disney music. But most of the time I want it to be like worship music, Christian music, whenever I'm listening to music in my car. And so I just hop onto YouTube because I can Bluetooth it through my car, through my phone. And, um, you know, I listen to music. And so I kind of wanted to share with you all some of the songs lately that have been really just hitting my heart. Um, and just in, in the season and the place where I'm at. And then actually to give you a sneak peek and a hint, when I do post this on Facebook, the question that I'm going to post this week is what worship songs or what Christian songs have y'all been listening to lately? Because you know what? Y'all may have some songs and listening to some songs that I've never heard of and I can expand my worship playlist. So I'm always looking for new songs. Um, so anytime that y'all want to send them to me, if there's a new song that you hear that you're like, mm, I think Ravi Melissa would like that song, you can um, send it to me on Facebook Messenger. Or um, if you have my number, text it to me. Or when you see me, just be like, hey, this song is really cool. I think you'd like it. I'll text it to myself, the title of the song, and I'll look it up the next time I'm on YouTube. I love doing that. So I'm going to go on my YouTube real quick through my phone and just kind of share with you some of the stuff that I've been listening to lately and that's been on my heart. Um, so the first song like that I've been listening to on repeat is um, the You Deserve the Praise, Worthy is Your Name. And the song goes like this. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. So anyways, that song has been on my heart lately. And I think it's because, you know, I've experienced loss recently. And so um, just it reminds my soul, reminds my spirit, just reminds the inner part of me. Like, you know what, despite what, what I face, what my family has faced recently, he deserves the praise. His name is still worthy. He's still worthy of all that that I am, everything that I do, um, even though, you know, there's been a lot of hurt lately, a lot of grieving lately. He still deserves the praise. And I'm going to praise him through this. I'm going to praise him through all the negative emotions because guess what? He deserves it. He's worthy of it. And so I love that song. And so that song I've listened to probably at least five times a day for the last like two weeks. And I'm not ashamed to say that because it's just been a song that has really kind of helped me to get through, you know, what I'm facing. And so another song that I have um, been listening to, um, let me look up the lyrics, um, is the song Pursue um, Hillsong Young and Free lyrics. Um, it's a song that, um, it's from Hillsong Young and Free. It's not like new, new as in like 2023 new, but it's within the last decade. So I guess it, it's still pretty, pretty new song. Um, I don't remember exactly when this song came to be. I'm trying to see if I can find it online when it came to be, um, I think probably back in like 2015 or so this song came out somewhere around there anyways 
And so, um, let's see. Now until forever, Jesus, I surrender. Show me what I don't know more of you. I'm desperate for your presence. I'm longing to be with you. Lead me to a new place, more of you. That's the chorus. Um, and it just, um, and then the bridge, I'm not going to sing it, but it says, Lead me to you forever, Lord, I will pursue. I will pursue. You've won my heart, Jesus. You're all that I want, all that I want. And so this song has just been on my heart um, because, you know, I'm desperate for more of him. Like, that's what I want in my life is to constantly know more of him. That's why I've gotten into this Bible journaling is because my heart's cry is I'm just desperate for more of you, Jesus, because I realize that I can't walk this earth. I can't live this life. I can't do anything apart from you, Jesus. And so that's just kind of where my heart has been of like, you know what, Jesus, I want to pursue you. Like, I want to pursue you because, you know, he wants to pursue us as well. But Jesus is not going to force himself on us because, you know, free will. And and you can think about it as he's a gentleman. And he's not going to force himself on us. But he's constantly pursuing us. Um, but he will pursue harder <laughs> if we pursue him. And so, you know, I, I firmly believe that as we're pursuing him, he's pursuing us right back. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful exchange. And so that song has definitely been on my heart lately. So let me go back to my YouTube and see what other songs I have been listening to hot and heavy um, recently. Let's see here. I've been listening to, obviously, a lot of um, Phil Wickham. I'm going to a Phil Wickham concert, actually, um, in two weeks, and I'm really, really excited about it. He's probably my favorite um, worship um, artist right now, and so I've been listening to a lot of his songs. Um, Hymn of Heaven has kind of been my core song for Africa, and just in general, how I long to breathe the air of heaven. Um, there will be a day where all will bow before him, um, standing face to face with he who died and rose again. Holy, holy is the Lord. I've just loved that song. Um, that's been, you know, kind of uh, very much so one that's been on my list. Um, another one of his songs, um, I Choose the Jesus Way, which is one of his newer songs. Um, it's beautiful. And then the I Believe, which I think is like one of his newest um, has been awesome too. So, um, I just wanted to kind of share with you guys some of my worship songs. I mean, I will do that periodically on this channel as well, because, you know, maybe I'm listening to a song that you've never heard of and you're like, mm, that might be a good one. And it may bless your socks off, you know, it may be just what you need in the season. And it's like I said, please comment to me too, because I don't know all the worship songs out there. Uh, one person cannot know it all. So therefore, if I don't know it and you know it, and I could know it, It'd be great if you tell me. Because then I can have just another worship song to add to my repertoire. And it may be exactly what I need for what I'm going through. And so it's a beautiful thing. That's what we're supposed to do as a body of Christ is to help each other. Um, because everybody, no matter how strong of a Christian you are or how new to Christianity you are, you have something to bring to the table and something to add to the body of Christ. That is going to encourage and minister to others. I firmly believe that. And so please, please, please share with me anything 
that you think might be encouraging or, you know, something that I could, you know, learn from. All right. So the last thing that I've been talking about is I wanted to look at James chapter one. And this, this, um, like I said, in my Bible journaling um, journey, I've gone through the book of Romans and the book of James. And so these two books have kind of been what's on my heart and what I've been kind of getting deeply into over the last um, month, month and a half. And so the book of James is like probably one of my favorite books of the Bible, if not my favorite book of the Bible, just in setting it. Um, I love it. I love how it's written. I love um, what it talks about. It increases my faith. It just gives me a different perspective uh, about life and about the different journeys and everything that we go on, um, you know, or whatever. It's just amazing to me. And so, um, like I said, um, Book of James. So I kind of wanted to read a little bit in the Book of James um, about the testing of our faith and kind of talk about what the Lord has been speaking to me through it um, to end this episode with. So it says, um, starting at verse 2, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And so, like I said, it's just three verses there, verse 2 and verse 3 and verse 4, that I wanted to kind of just talk about for a minute. You know, I have been very much so in a trying season, I feel like, um, in a testing season, I think. Um, not just with what my family's gone through lately, but, you know, just trying to trust in God that the, the rest of my budget for Africa is going to come in um, and kind of being kind of in that waiting season of like, I feel like all these things in, in my life are about to, to kick off, you know, me going to Africa. Right now, my, my book is at the editor and then I can get it back, edit it, and then get it off to the publisher. And so I feel like there's a lot of things that are like, the cusp of like success and at the cusp of being sprung forward but I'm kind of in this waiting season and God's doing a lot in me and hopefully through me you know during this this waiting season and, and giving me opportunities that if I had already been in Africa that I wouldn't have had and so I'm seeing you know his hand along the way and that his timing truly is perfect um but nonetheless it's been a trying season um and in those trying seasons, there's always something that God is doing. Know that whatever season God has you in, there's something he's doing in you in that season. And um, the trying seasons are hard, but they're doing something for us. And so um, let me break down those three verses for you real quick. So it says, count it all joy, my brother, when you meet trials of various kinds. So that's verse two. And so I know that we've talked about this before, but as I was reading this, I was like, what is it saying? Like, what was the original Greek for the word joy? And so I looked it up and um, I didn't write down what the Greek word was because I know I'm not going to be able to pronounce it anyway. So I just looked up the definition. The definition of joy here is exceedingly calm delight. And I thought that that was very much so um, eye-opening for me of what kind of joy that it was talking about. Because sometimes when we think about joy, we think about being hyped. Whoa, God is good. 
But this kind of joy is not like a, oh my gosh, I'm going through a trial. Woohoo! But it says, exceedingly calm delight. Which means it's one of those, like, God, yes, this is a trying season. But you know what? I have a smile on my face knowing and in my heart knowing that you're producing things in me. Producing things in me that I need for the future ahead, for the season ahead. So it's like that calm delight, not the woo-hump, you know, ha delight that you have when your team scores a, you know, a touchdown when you're watching football. But it's the exceedingly, which is exceedingly is like beyond, you know, regular joy. Exceeding, or exceedingly calm. So it's beyond just, you know, uh, I understand you're doing something, but like you're exceedingly peaceful and you're delighted because you know what God is doing. So I thought that was very interesting. So verse 3 says, For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. So when we, we know that the testing of our faith is, like I said, producing things in us. It's producing, you know, us holding firm and standing firm. And, you know, it's building up um, that faith muscle, you know. Because our faith, you know, I kind of like to think about it as a muscle. And, and you know, sometimes... We have weak muscles, and how do you strengthen them? By exercising them, by testing your muscles, by, you know, running more to get your calf muscles stronger, lifting weights to get your biceps stronger, you know, getting your abs stronger by doing, you know, those core exercises like sit-ups and and um, other core exercises. And so I think about it like that. And so trials are like the exercise of our faith, you know what I mean? It's the testing of your faith. You're getting those faith muscles strengthened and so it says in, in in chapter or verse four rather and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing and so i kind of um looked up that a little bit you know because i don't want us to get in the idea okay if we um let steadfast have its full effect that we may be perfect okay none of us are going to be like perfect in the sense of like never sinning never doing any wrong, wrong, everything always being great all the time this side of heaven. That's not going to ha happen, but we can continually get closer to that um, and keep getting better and better and keep, you know, pushing towards that righteousness um, that we're supposed to have. And then it says, and complete lacking in nothing. That's the Lord's desire for us is that we wouldn't lack in those spiritual giftings and then those spiritual, you know, faith muscles that we need. He doesn't want those to lack in us. And so that's why he doesn't cause us to go through these trying seasons, but he allows us to in order to build our faith, in order to build steadfastness, in order to build, you know, patience and wisdom and all that stuff. But um, I looked up the lacking in nothing, and it says the lacking in nothing um, in the Greek was to not be destitute. He doesn't want any parts of us to, to, to be destitute or to not be producing fruit. And so um, he allows us, like I said, allowing us to go through these trials so that way, you know, there's no part of us and no um, part of our spiritual man that is destitute, that is not producing fruit, that we would be producing the fruits of peace, producing the fruit of perseverance, producing, you know, all of that stuff. And so... I just wanted to encourage you, um, for those of you who, who may feel like you're going through a trying time, 
in your life and in your walk um, and in your life journey know that God is doing something in, in, in this time in that he's uh, producing things in you and um, that you can have that joy, that exceedingly calm delight as, as you go through these because you know that Jesus is up to something good in the midst of that. All right. So this has been a little bit of a longer podcast, but it's been just great for me. I love, you know, discussing with you guys just random topics. This is, um, I love, you know, the, the ones, you know, the series, the biblical hero series. I've enjoyed it so far. But I also enjoy these random episodes where, like, just whatever's on my heart and on my mind, I kind of, you know, just spill out to you guys. This has been a fun episode. Um, so, again, like I said, I'm going to be asking the question about y'all's favorite worship songs right now, which I've been listening to in your time uh, of listening to worship music. Please comment. Like I said, there might be a song I don't know that I know I can put in my repertoire and it can bless my socks off. So you never know. Um, but anyways, I will comment some of the songs that I mentioned. I will place in the comments as well. So that way, um, if you want to look them up, you know, and, and you forgot what I mentioned, you know, it'll be right there for you to see. But I really do, like I said, I want this to be a community of believers growing together um, and so I would absolutely 100% love for you guys to comment whenever I post these videos. Um, so like I said, next week we will be doing Moses part two. We got to the burning bush and then um, he was kind of doubting, you know, his abilities and wanted Aaron, his brother, to kind of be a spokesperson is kind of where we left off. So now we're going to look at the rest of the journey of Moses um, next week. So look forward to that. So if you have not listened to, to Moses part one, if you missed that, please go back and listen to that um, before I post next week. So that way you kind of get the full picture of Moses and kind of where we've kind of been leading up to this point. So let's pray before we end this episode. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I, I know I pray this a lot, but I thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to host this podcast and um, to help other people in their faith. Um, and I just pray that you would encourage people to kind of comment back because I, I want to grow too, because I know that I don't know it all. And I know that there are things that people know and things that people can teach me. And so like, let us grow together. Let this be a community where, you know, it's not just me talking to them and then listening and being like, yeah, that was good. But it could be a conversation. I really, really want that. I really want that sense of community because we are supposed to be a body of Christ um, and not just one person kind of dominating, but all working together. But um, I thank you, God, that even in the midst of our trial seasons, God, that you were doing something, that you were producing in us the things that we need for further seasons. I appreciate that. God, I appreciate the closeness that we can feel even when we're going through something, something that is, is, is hard and heartbreaking, and, and we're going through grieving processes and in a navigating you know losing things you know losing people in our life i'm so thankful that we can feel the closeness of jesus in those times jesus you are awesome and, and and thank you for those little times in which you move and show us that you're there and so i pray for anybody who might be going through a you know trying season gotta pray that their perspective would be shifted to jesus and that they would realize what jesus is doing in the midst of their heartache and god i just pray for everybody that they would have a good rest of their week um, so that way we can get, join again next week and talk about Moses. 
So I thank you and I love you and it's your name. I pray. Amen. I love you guys and I will see you next week.